from the Salvation Army National Headquarters, this is the Fight for Good Podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Fight for Good Podcast. I'm your host, Lieutenant Colonel Tim Foley. We welcome you into our temporary studios today. We are invading the office once again of our producer, Elizabeth. Thank you for having us in here. I love having you in here. This is awesome. It's very, very good. To my left is our editorial director, Mr. Jeff McDonald. How are you, sir? Very good. Thank you. Good to be with you again. And across from me is our uh, assistant to the editorial director and our millennial expertise and fashion debonair person, <laughs> Michelle Caceres. Michelle, good to see you. Good to see you. So we got a lot of different things that we want to talk about. Primarily, we're, this episode is devoted to the February 2020 issue of The War Cry. Uh, we feature in this war cry a lot of different things that we're going to get to. But I think first off, we want to talk about something that's kind of heavy uh, at this particular time and on the hearts of uh, sports fans and other people across the, the country, and that is the passing, uh, the tragic death of Kobe Bryant, the NBA superstar, and his daughter, along with uh, I think it was seven other people uh, in a helicopter plane crash in Malibu Canyon yesterday, right down the street from Pepperdine and the Salvation Army's camp uh, out at Mount Craig's. How did that news hit you, Jeff? It just, I was amazed at all the reaction of so many people to it and how they were crushed by it and how they saw him as an exemplary um, person who gave 100% effort in all he did and uh, not only in his NBA career, but afterwards working on behalf of children and others, you know. So yeah, it was it was really something to see the outpouring of of grief. Michelle, did you have any kind of response to it? You grew up as a you were an athlete yourself. You were a competitor, kind of growing up, right? <laughs> no, not basketball. Not basketball, but <laughs> no, but you played but you played uh, yeah. soccer for. Yeah, it was just just the whole thing was that I was telling Jeff before, just like. It's so sad that like Kobe and his daughter both passed at the same time. It was the same thing when there was like another family where it was two parents and one child. So like they had two more children at home. So it's just like the fact that like one whole family could just be like completely destroyed in like a second. That's just that whole concept is so heartbreaking. How about you, Colonel? Well, you know, I just, I was just kind of like on the verge of tears. And uh, I think part of it is, we were around the LA area obviously watching Kobe you know play was was magical Mm -hmm. Um, it was the we didn't think after the Lakers had their Showtime era with uh, Magic Johnson and Kareem Uh, then when Kobe and Shaq were playing it was just you know it was pretty awesome and you know my kids were raised watching the Lakers quite a bit. My son is an, an, an avid uh, Lakers fan, and he texted me yesterday afternoon, have you heard that Kobe Bryant was killed? And I was like, what are you talking about? Because I didn't see anything popping up you know, mm. like on, on any of my news feeds or anything. And then I, gosh, then it just started exploding. And it just sad, sad. And uh, as Michelle pointed out, there's other people that were involved in, in tragedies like this. And... At the same time, there was, you know, people, servicemen were killed in, in Iraq uh, over, you know, 
uh, some things. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. You know, this thing kind of just kind of just had this incredible groundswell. There was, it was interesting. It was watching Twitter as it was going. There was all these rumors that were circulating about who's dead, who's not dead, and yeah. da da da. It was, yeah. But it, it, I can remember when I was like four years old when John F. Kennedy was assassinated, and everybody, you know, was crying around. You know, of course, I was four. I didn't kind of know hmm. what it was, but th- I think there's those rare moments where there's an individual that we all kind of relate to uh, in some way. Um, that it just kind of, for me, the big takeaway is again, once again, the brevity of life, you know, and it's such a shock. And yet our span on the earth is really rather small given the nature of time. We sent out a a tweet, uh, from our publications page, just, you know, acknowledging, um, our sorrow and our prayers for, uh, Mm -hmm. Kobe's family and, and whatnot. And, uh, there's there's documented proof of you know Kobe's support of the Salvation Army in particular in the LA the Lakers both the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers are huge supporters of the Salvation Army in the LA area interesting but, too at this time of uh, political turmoil and all here's this individual who passes away and we can all relate to that loss yeah, and also it's you know he was moving into the second phase of his life. He didn't want to be known just yeah. as a basketball player. He he yeah. actually I was reading an article this morning. He wanted to be known as an investor, and you know and he was started investing in all kinds of different things, and and, and that was for the good of humanity yeah. in in the in the long run. Mm-hmm. But you know when those things, I mean, there uh, there's a unified process here in the in the the grief that just kind of hits all of us. Um, it was kind of uh, interesting um, for me to just kind of be thinking about it. Well, also, you wrote recently about how, you know, God calls us to measure our days, yes? Yeah, and I was thinking about that because it sometimes I know I I don't try to just hit like one, like a one drum sort of thing, yeah. but the brevity of life <laughs> has been something, ever since I was in a kayaking accident when I was 16 years old, near death kind of experience in Pewter Creek and in Northern California, mm-hmm. I came out of that experience just thinking about, you know, really being intentional about, you know, these days, you know, making most of it. And that was something that came out of Kobe's passing was, Athletes were saying, remember to tell people that you love them, Mm. you know, measure these moments that you have with people because you, you, you know, they can be taken in an instant. And and the idea of gratitude uh, as a response to such tragedy. But, you know, unfortunately, it it takes an event like that maybe to, you know, do a little bit of self-examination. And of course, then there's the theological things that come out of that. Why does why does God allow these kind of things to happen? And you know the questioning and mm-hmm. the 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 cycle of of, of grief and um, you know and and there's sometimes there's a whole generation that hasn't had the experience yet of being around death and dying and and of significant loss. Um, and so those are just kind of interesting. Uh, stages. I I just uh, I, I, scri- I scribbled down one of my favorite verses, but uh, out of a different translation, uh, in Psalms um, ninety verse twelve, teach us to realize the brevity of life, so that we may grow in wisdom. And so I th- I think that's a, a good discipline. Again, 
using that word intentionality, you know, like that really, really being focused in these these moments that you have. And even though sometimes they're difficult and sometimes they're dark and sometimes we kind of go up and down and we might question, you know, when the psalmist says, give us a, a, a understanding, you know, a heart of, of, of wisdom, growing in that wisdom, that's the application of what can kind of come out of something like this. Yeah, and part of that is looking to Jesus as the author and finisher of faith who says, fear not, I have overcome the world. And the last enemy is death. And we can look to him as that, you know, vanquishing conqueror king. Well, listen, um, we do offer our condolences. And I know by the time this this goes, well, this is going to be posted pretty pretty soon. I, I think, think next week. Yeah, next yeah, week next it Tuesday. goes up. So I know this is going to be around for a little bit. But um, we, we do offer our our prayers and support um, for for everyone. And it's good to, for people to be talking about uh, this as well. Well, I'm excited that our, our February issue of The War Cry has come together. It's been um, dropped now, and it's in local Salvation Army units throughout the country. And for those that are subscribers, they, they are getting to see uh, the new War Cry. So in this uh, particular issue of February, we're celebrating um, African American Month, the, uh, and you have a great article on African Americans, advocates of salvation. It's very, it's just, I, I, I love the collage. I love the layout of, of how that, that yeah, all fell together. We just, uh, we, we couldn't do a chronological, comprehensive representation of that, of the African American contribution to Selfish Army history, but we just gave a representative sampling of some of the depth, you know, the Army's view of uh, the worth of the, each individual, regardless of ethnicity or class, et cetera, is represented here. And this is so per, so applicable today because, uh, you know, you think of that movie Just Mercy that came out and how that book, uh, the, the book uh, by the author Stevenson, talks about the need to really analyze black history um, and understand the depth of uh, deprivation that the black world has suffered in the yeah. U.S. Yeah, well, uh, thanks to our, our staff for pulling that together. And also we had some great help with a couple of the other editorial departments of the territories, right? Oh, goodness, yes. We, we relied on the central, the southwest, uh, as well as our own archives and the east to supply us with these photos. Yeah, so we, we appreciate yeah, that. Very the, much. The cooperative effort. Now, we were, we, we've were we been talking for a few months about uh, kind of making a visit back to Haiti. And uh, I know that the, the Haiti earthquake happened 10 years ago. Our uh, previous editor-in-chief, Colonel uh, Allen, and his wife, Esther, they were involved in, in Haiti in the ministry there. And uh, so was, uh, let's see, our CRD um, right. before. Uh, a lot of people that yeah, we had connections Colonel Busrow, with. Yeah. Colonel Busrow. Yeah. Uh, and we, we tried to send Major Swain back into the country, mm. but we couldn't get him in. You remember that? I do, because of the... Turmoil. The turmoil. There yeah. was civil unrest, yeah. uh, which continues. It's kind of out of the headlines. And yet, despite that, the Army is fostering programs there. So Major Swain put together an article, and you were able to summon up some current pictures of, of what, what's happening. Uh, again, this is another one of our, our uh, articles that talks about, you know, the, the Army is still in these places that are hit by natural disasters and 
gosh, while while in this last week and a half, I mean, we've had these monster disasters in Australia and Puerto Rico, yeah, you know, all, right. all those kind of uh, things. But the Army is yeah. rolling the old chariot along. And I'll tell you, selflessly giving a service at those really pressure points, tough situations, Australia in particular with those fires. Wow. So we encourage uh, those two uh, articles, uh, for, for example. Um, we also have uh, an update on what the Salvation Army is doing in Australia. Elizabeth, you handed me a, <laughs> a long piece of paper. Am I supposed to read this verbatim? No, just, no. just some good knowledge for you, just, just content. Kind of su- summarize yeah. it that uh, so far the Salvation Army has distributed $8.4 million. Is that... U.S. or that's a great Aust- question. This came from the Salvation Australia. Army Australian. So we're we're assuming yeah. it's Australian, right? Um, over forty-two million uh, has been pledged um, since they launched a disaster appeal. I mean, it's the devastation there of those fires is it's mind blowing. I I don't I don't even know how to put my millions and it. millions of acres. I think I don't even know the total. So they have, and I love this because this is how they're referred down down under. They have over 3,000 salvos, the salvos. Personnel have been involved in our brush fire aid efforts, and 26 staff are currently managing dedicated telephone line for financial assistance. Um, but anyways, we're uh, praying and we're glad that we're part of the efforts in, in, indirectly or maybe even directly in uh, helping our friends uh, down under. Now, there's one more unique thing in this this issue that I think you want to point out. Well, people can actually complete our survey in this issue and do so online and, and enter for a chance to win, win um, AirPods Pro, which is really a neat thing. You see, we're seeing those all over. And who can't do another pair without another pair of AirPods Pro? <laughs> But so, and that is available on our website, correct? That is correct. The and website is so www.thewarcry.org slash articles slash survey. But seriously, we the survey is really, we're looking for readers uh, to really provide what they look for in the magazine and to help us develop editorial uh, content that meets their needs. Okay, so somebody, and nobody in this office is going to walk away with those no, AirPod no. Pro. No, no. There's no. rules. Very strict rules. Very the, strict rules. That we are, our legal team has reviewed yeah. and are online. So Nobody it's, related it's to board. us can win. No. It's above board. Yeah, it's all above board. No, no hanky panky. No. <laughs> it's just it's just clear. <laughs> right. Because how many pairs of iPod I, <laughs> I, I <laughs> This is great. <laughs> <laughs> what do we call these again, kids? AirPod. AirPod. AirPods. 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 But right. these are the AirPods Pro. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I have a pair. I do. No way. But they're they're knockoffs. Cool. Not the same. Love they that. don't work right. <laughs> no, not the same. Because I'm I'm going like this, and, and then and then I just take them off. Yeah. I'm working on the elliptical. Going. <clears throat> you wouldn't have to do that with an AirPod Pro. Yep. They just exactly. be chilling there, top that of the line. But well I don't it. qualify. No. I have to. Go out and buy one? You'd maybe Father's Day? Okay. Your birthday? Just maybe a happy yeah, day? My birthday is on a year that I don't celebrate it. See, I only oh. celebrate my birthdays on the zeros and fives. Whoa. So, you know. Who doesn't love cake? 
Yeah, right. <laughs> well, when you... Listen, <laughs> I love cake. <laughs> Elizabeth, when you get to a certain age, yeah. there's certain things you have to kind of cut back on. Well, I can still have like a spoonful of cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh but the well, survey. So yeah. we're looking forward to getting some real constructive feedback from that survey. There's another feature in the work, right? It's the last thing I'd, I'd like to just talk about. Do you want to talk a little bit about our, our little cards? Well, yes, we, uh, we have changed the format of our business reply cards. We were using an envelope before, which we found exorbitant in terms of price and um, really not very fruitful in terms of the kind of messages we were getting in those envelopes. So <laughs> the, uh, BR, but the BRC is a more convenient, cheaper method of people making requests to us or choosing to describe to the war, subscribe to the war cry. Readers should know, though, that um, those cards are handled very carefully, and the requests are filtered back down to territories, divisions, units for follow-up, so that they can connect with people who are requesting anything from how to know Christ's Savior to information about the Salvation Army, where the local corps is, etc. So it's really a useful tool. Do you have anything else you want to bring to the table? Just uh, good to be a part of it. Good to be here. Thanks for all the uh, energy that you share. <laughs> this isn't how I normally sit. Well, sit <laughs> like you normally sit. I can't because we're recording. Because oh. I wouldn't. Because like when Jeff talks and then he looks at me and then it makes me laugh. <laughs> so I've been trying not to. I've been like looking down the whole time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Am I like my face? No. Is normally you're like over here, so oh. I like don't oh, like, like make eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, do you have anything to say other than, Jeff, don't look at me? No, I don't like the seating arrangement. Uh, okay. Okay, Elizabeth, okay. will you work on that? I got it. I got you. When do you think we're going to be in our new studio? I'm going to go by April. By April? I think at the latest of it, April 14th. April 14th. Wow. Just feeling like it. April 14th is a good day in April to be in the studio. We have a whole so multimedia studio yeah. that is being set up. It's being built on the other building mm -hmm. on the third floor. I'm excited about it. Yeah. We're going to be charging into that room, aren't we? are going to look so hip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and Paul and, and Josh, yeah. you guys just, are, just can't wait. That will be a lot of fun. Well, we want to thank everybody and for the four people. What was it? Five, six people on the Facebook? We did a little Facebook Live This thing. has been fully live on the internet. Yeah. Uncut. Uncut. Raw. This behind is the raw. scenes footage. This yeah. is not how it will come out. This is not. It's going to be cut in like a third. <laughs> <laughs> but and why is that? Our average listening time is a good maybe 20 minutes. So we want to yeah. cater to our audience. Okay. We don't want to overwhelm them with content. Yeah. Yeah. And, and turn them away. Right. But if they want to get 60 minutes of content. They can. Our they, Facebook Live video will be fully available on the internet. There we go. Indefinitely. Yeah. Something your mom can watch. Christine's going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's fun. Christine? Yes, I'm going to call her mother. Okay, Christine. But her real name's Christine. Christine, your daughter is doing an awesome job. Yeah. She really is. <laughs> we just wish she would come to work a little more often. You know, I mean, she just comes in at 1230. That's what I do. Leaves it too. I'm a reckless millennial. <laughs> no, you're not. Both you guys are, are, are doing very well, and we're so thrilled to have you here. Well, that's going to bring to a rapid conclusion here to another episode of the Fight for Good podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts. And that can be on all kinds of platforms. Yes. Spotify, mm -hmm. iTunes, 
YouTube, Stitcher, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud. Uh huh. That's a lot. Yeah, next we're month? everywhere. Will there be another one next month? Well, we're on Facebook Live now. Facebook, so Facebook, Live. yeah, right. We're everywhere. Okay, so we'll continue to expand. <laughs> And don't forget to follow The War Cry and Peer Magazine on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Anything else that we're uh, yet? Where You've we got it. There? You've captured it. We're, all, we're there. Are we at Flickr yet? And we're, we decided we're not doing TikTok, right? We're not I don't think that. our audience is TikTok. No. But no. Peer Magazine is on TikTok. Peer Magazine yeah. is on TikTok. Mm-hmm. For the Gen Zers. And they're really into Instagram. Yeah, they're grammars. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Grammars. The IG. Grammars. all right well we we thank you everybody for again for listening in and until next time this has been the fight for good podcast take care and god bless subscribe to fight for good wherever you listen to podcasts